Are you developing IoT solutions? Get ready for tomorrow with Farnell, supporting your design journey from connecting smart sensors to the cloud to implementing AI. Find everything you need at Farnell.com. Enjoy this episode with Farnell, a global distributor of electronic products and solutions. Welcome to the Future Print Podcast, celebrating print technology and the people behind it. Welcome to the Future Print Podcast. It's Marcus Timpson from Future Print. And this is a special podcast where I'm just going to round up the 10 key themes that came from our recent Future Print Summit, which took place at the end of June in Geneva. It was a fantastic event, really inspiring, thought-provoking, fantastic networking, great discussions. And I'm going to give you an in-brief uh, look at the themes right now. So, um, number one, this is a new normal. Straight off the back of COVID-19, two years of longed, prolonged lockdown, we felt a summit was really important to kind of pick up on some of the themes. But it seems now we've come out, we've been liberated to a large extent from COVID-19 into a far more chaotic, uncertain, and to, and to a large extent, more stress, stressful time. Really, when you look at the last two years with COVID-19, to a large extent, although it was odd, distressing and challenging, it was in many ways one of the most certain times we have met, we have had for a generation and certainly in my lifetime. The world was seemingly synchronised. We all experienced the same struggle and the same situation. But shortly after that, it seems we're in mega disruption and rapid change. Nobody foresaw the Ukraine war or the invasion, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. It seems we've really shifted from face masks to military helmets. And in, but since then, in spite of the chaos, leaders really have been challenged to make some sense of it, to simplify it and provide, I guess, our communities and our people with some clarity and some confidence. What the summit really confirmed is the challenge we, challenges that we believed as widespread are exactly that. We are all in the same boat. Uncertainty really is the only certainty. And obviously, leadership is needed now to navigate these more confusing times. And obviously, there's no better example of inspiring leadership than Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky. Number two is boom in, and inflation. And despite, I suppose, what media may prefer not to report, we are actually in the middle of a boom. We have full employment. We have high house price increases, massive consumer spending. And obviously, as well, we have inflation, which is the uh, unwanted, um, I guess, accompaniment to this. What has actually caused this boom? Well, um, before COVID, European economies and US economies were not in recession. So they're in a pretty good position already. But as behavioural economist Roger Martin Fagg explained, imagine the whole GDP of China entering the world economy but this gdp of 17 trillion dollars is actually cash that's been given to people as part of government sports schemes and loans that's a huge amount of additional cash just floating around the system you need to mix this up with human frustration at lockdowns and then this newly printed money and a huge amount of it has been released into the global economy and this leads to a boom and its less desirable companion inflation. This has too been supercharged by the war in Ukraine. I guess, really, the global economy needs to reset and cool, and there are signs it is, but still extra money in the system is generating spending well above average 
And obviously inflation is rising quickly. The next thing, supply chain under huge stress. Of course, this is posing problems for the print technology sector as digital and production sector with paper as digital printing technology and production requires many components, including microchips, supplies such as paper. But why are supply chains under so much stress? Well, if you think of um, components or uh, microchips, in 2021, $600 billion was spent in the US alone on consumer electronics. This demand is unprecedented. And obviously, it's led to a scarcity of components for a variety of sectors, particularly microchips. And this is driving up prices hugely because scarcity does. This is not helped by sectors such as the automotive automotive industry, which is buying in bulk. However, when demand cools, we hope supply chains become more robust. But this war in Ukraine has added further strain. I guess the question remains is whether digital printing technology can play some kind of role in helping solve this in terms of its enabling ability to respond to quick changing, fast changing demand. The next thing, leadership crisis. When in times of uncertainty, people look to leaders to provide a sense of certainty. So while on the one hand we have inspiring examples, we are, we obviously have a great example in Putin where there's a man motivated by fear, resentment and hubris. Um, trust is something that's so critical within um, motivating our people. COVID has been a stressful time. It's been a really difficult, challenging one for mental health too. But trust is really vital for effective leadership. We had a workshop on the second day with Jan van Spol, a very good workshop on the importance of trust especially so in, in stressful times. Now is a time for collaboration and a different style of leadership, whether it's adaptive, following some of the thinking by high fits or collaborative. Um, it's a time to come together and work things out together. Um, but clearly there are ways of, 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 of navigating the future with an inspiring model of leadership um, that can really create some positive outcomes because of this rapid change, there's a lot of opportunity in it. But challenging times call for a dynamic and confidence style of leadership. And I guess this poses the question is, what is our dominant style of leadership in print? Is that fit for purpose in the future? The next thing, sustainability. Back in 2012, we ran EcoPrint. Back then, sustainability was a topic of interest. A lot of people talked about it, but there wasn't a huge amount of action. Ecoprint worked as a fantastic event for content sharing, but not an event really for, um, you know, buying and selling. Um, it was a talking shop. But we believe now, it seems from what comes from the summit, is that the sustainability is moving forward in a much more action-oriented way. And unquestionably, it is now, if not close to the top, at the very top of the agenda. I guess the questions are, is it um, action-oriented? Why is the issue still so confusing? That said, the huge pressure on um, resources, on energy price increases, has actually put sustainability further up the agenda because becoming more energy efficient is vital at the moment. So there's a huge opportunity for sustainability where the resources are more scarce, but not just on punishing people who are not sustainable actually on innovation it's a huge in, uh, opportunity to innovate sustainable products 
We discuss these issues and more during the main event on day two um, and on day two in the interactive workshops. While the topic isn't so clear, but what cl is clear is that big brands are investing and accelerating sustainable production, and that this is also accompanied by fast-changing consumer attitudes, and as well as that, growing government legislation, and this could mean change for good. The next theme is brain drain. A lot of people and a lot of speakers said the global workplace is experiencing a brain drain, but so too is the print sector. Why is this happening? Well, 50-somethings who have benefited from house price increases in the past two to three years are starting to see an opportunity where they can downgrade their house and do something else, release equity. But to balance this, the print sector, like many others, we really need a brain gain. Um, a big exit of talent and experience is not easily replaceable. The difficulty is that in the early 2000s, there was a dip in the birth rate. So there's an even bigger fight for talent. Christy Duval, in the um, session, she very good presentation she made. Um, Christy was um, from The Boxmaker, a large um, leading corrugated carbon converter in the US. Um, she asked conference attendees who who actually intended to join the print industry at the beginning of their career, and virtually no one responded positively. Um, I can back this up by saying in our podcast, where we've interviewed over probably 100 people, pretty much everybody says that they've just fallen into the market. Wouldn't it be great if young people actually want to join the print industry from the outset? Um, we've got a battle for talent. That's a big deal because the next generation... Um, it's not that far off. We need some, some great examples of young people um, in order to inspire others to come into the industry. This links perfectly to the next theme, diversity in print. Well, I guess the, the question is, what diversity? We are clearly overpopulated by middle-aged white males in an av with an average age of 57. So how <clears throat> do people from other cultures, from um, outside of this sort of middle-aged white male culture, Women, young people identify with it because I guess the unconscious bias is when you look at an industry and you can't see people that look like yourself, your, your, your feeling is, well, maybe this industry isn't for me. It is not relatable. That's something we think we need to change in the future. The next theme I kind of hinted already, digitalization. Digitalization seems to be a word of the moment up there with the sustainability and it's reportedly gained further traction and attention during COVID-19. Many believe a fully automated digitalization, um, digitalized manufacturing operation will naturally better equip supply chains to respond to these changing demands and the issues with supply. And obviously digital printing technology is positioned to be an enabler in this regard, but there remain very few examples which we can see that point to successful digitalization of manufacturing where digital printing is helping to solve these problems. It undoubtedly is. But due to NDAs, secrecy, and so on, we can't see many examples of it. I think change really occurs when people can clearly see advantages. Only a small minority of people or businesses, the innovators within any industry, will take the risk early. Maybe we need to take more risk or, or, or improve how we um, sell our products to our um, new customers to enable us to tell their stories. The next theme, culture. Obviously, leadership sets the tone and behaviour of a culture. But what kind of culture do our people work in? 
Are we equipped for uh, fast-paced change? What kind of purpose does our business have? We should be asking things, I guess, like, is it kind, encouraging, supportive of new ideas? We had, some, we had plenty of great examples of leadership from Alan Barshani, Andreas Skans, Richard Boone, Beate Van Luborn and Helena Madea, um, most notably in the morning of day one, um, where they talked about culture and innovation and creativity and, and how that equips for future growth and actually builds resilience within a business. But is our dominating culture in the print industry really um, inclined to evolve? Um, I guess the question here would be, is, it, is our culture overly judgmental, critical, or punitive of ideas that do not work, of new ideas that do not work, because so often they don't. Um, it's not about the idea, it's not about failing, it's about trying new things out and working towards success by learning as we go. Do we dip, disapprove too much of those people that make mistakes? Because if we do, we're less likely to change. Failure kills progress, not because failing itself is a problem. It's more of a human disapproval of it. And clearly, we need to fail in order to learn and innovate. Lastly, but obviously, I think most importantly, people. As an industry, we are fixated on technology because it enables so much. Yet people are the origin of the technology. So people need investment. And so too does talent acquisition and then motivating and retaining people. We are a hugely diverse, creative, innovative, global and inspiring industry. But if we lose people to other industries, which is starting to happen and be visible of it, these 50-somethings, remember, it is to a large extent our problem and fault because we do have an incredible industry. We do have the tools to captivate people and inspire people with purpose and possibility. But we can't just sit back and expect people to get it. The key question here is, how are we inspiring our people with a shared vision? How are we looking after people, motivation, their motivation, well-being, mental health, their future and their shared purpose? I guess all of these 10 themes laid out here are not, are not unsurmountable challenges. However, if we, however, if we do not address them, they will be. We will be making it harder for our community to continue to thrive in the future, I guess. There we have it, the 10 themes. Hope you found that useful. I hope you decide to join us at future uh, events. Um, our next event is Future Print Tech in Cambridge on the 9th and 10th of November. And our Future Print Summit next year, we're already planning and looking forward to following up what, which, what was a fantastic event. So stay tuned. This episode was brought to you by Farnell, your global distributor of electronic components, products, and solutions. Visit farnell.com. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe now for more great audio content coming up. And visit futureprint.tech for the latest news, partner interviews, in-depth industry research, and to catch up on content from Futureprint events. We'll see you next time on the Futureprint podcast.